Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I swear to God, this show is going to suck. I'm going to be amazed if this one goes according to plan. Last night, we had, the whole thing got fucked because of audio. And now tonight, it's taken us 27 minutes now to get something going, and we're, we're still fucking up. You Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. All right. Perry, what do you think of this? It's a hard mixed life. It is a hard mixed life. A hard mixed life. Oh, it's a hard mixed life. Wow. I'll tell you what. Um. That. Yeah. That's uh. Jason, one of our good friends growing up. Right. He has yet to hit his stride calling into the show. It's <laughs> pretty sad. Uh. He's he's tried everything to get on here. Fake voicemails and weird accents. We don't play them. He gets upset at us. This morning, he he was very upset because he didn't see a new podcast submitted, and he knew we were recording one last night, and uh, we told him there wasn't one. He was very upset because he really wants to get in the show. Well, he was batting leadoff tonight. And was that successful? Um, Did he swing and miss, or what was that? Leadoff home run? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <sighs> Maybe a foul tip. I'll give him a foul tip. Listen to this one that came in. It's a hard Nick's life. It is a hard Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. It is a hard Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. It is a hard Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. What is up, Barry motherfucking D? And what up, Knicks fans? I almost forgot about the Knicks fans, Barry. (laughs) I forget about them. That is how it's done, Jason. Hot damn. Hot damn. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> that was good. I didn't know we had, like, country Knicks fans. <laughs> Knicks fans in the country. Do we? Well, you did it again, Barry motherfucking D. I did. This, everyone, is the second time we're recording this show. Uh, we recorded last night for an hour and ten minutes. It wasn't our finest, so I don't even feel that bad. <laughs> right? Right, right. I mean, this is an awkward time to do a podcast. We spoke about the Knicks, not at all. And here I can tell, Barry, you're off your game. Can you hear me? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Technically, we're good? Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if I could see you. I'm staring at your ear because you're, you're not in frame on Skype. Okay, let me see here. if I can move the, ca- move the computer. There we go. I got my double mutt. You can at least see something. Is that yes, better? that's much better. Did you like to see more lower body? Are you good with where you're at, like, <laughs> perspective-wise? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I've been doing a lot of uh, Zoom video calls like that are like this for work, and it's fucking weird. Uh, I think it's weird, at least. Right. Uh, all right, here we are. Uh, take two. Uh, we recorded the whole show last night, and uh, I know Barry doesn't want me to keep talking about it, but he sent me the audio. And once again, you know, Barry, you know, it's just not your thing. It's all right. <laughs> but Barry, got a new co- you got a new computer, so you're working out the kinks. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You're taking it very well. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, um, 
I'll be honest, like last night, it didn't bother me that much because I was not looking forward to editing that piece of shit. So. <laughs> there was so much stuff that we, we just didn't know where to go. Um, right. It was one of those podcasts where we're kind of just talking for an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, really no Nick's talk whatsoever. And very little fun. T- it was. It's just not fun. It's not fun talking about the coronavirus. No, no, it's not. And unfortunately, that's all we have to go with right now. You know, our, this podcast, is, it's a hard Knicks life, right? So normally we get on, and unless the Knicks are on some random four-game winning streak or Frank had some amazing game, we're pretty fucking miserable. And, uh, I mean, this virus has really made me realize, and this quarantine and being home with my kids and wife all day have really made me realize that it's not that hard of a Knicks life. It, this is a fucking hard... This, whatever's going on right now, this is hard, way harder. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's the only thing to talk about it's the only thing you see when you turn on the tv it's the only thing you hear when you turn on the radio it's the only thing you talk about when you know you're talking to somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while you know how it's affecting them has it hit them personally what you know what's their day-to-day yeah it's we're consumed with it it's only really been two weeks or two and a half weeks since like the start of the nba shutdown and then everything kind of all the dominoes fell after that but it feels like it's been months and we're you know we're not even like halfway there to what they're calling the apex or the peak. So, yeah, it's a shitty time. Yeah, and Trump just extended the uh, like recommended quarantine or whatever you fucking call this. Recommended social distancing until April 30th. Did you hear that? Yes, yes. He went back on what he originally said, Easter. I mean, I'm so bored, dude. Today I was fucking bored out of my mind. Yesterday we were so bored we, we, we left the house with the kids to go... I mean, I mean, we're very careful. I went out with, we had rubber gloves on and um, my wife went into, we had to go pick up a couple things from the grocery store anyway. We didn't go in with the kids. We were like, let's go get like some seeds to do a little planting from Lowe's. Right. So my wife ran in with some gloves, got them, ran out. You know, no one's in there. So it's really not that crazy. And I went in and to get a, to get a surge protector, like extension cord. That's what we did on a Saturday. Like that's what we're doing now on Saturdays. I went in, I avoided everybody. If, if people were walking by me, I like put my head down into my jacket. I, 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 I swerve far away from them. Right. This fucking girl who works at Lowe's, dude, I was self-checking out and, yeah. you know, I do the thing and then I'm trying to hit the pay with credit card. I just hit it twice. It's still not doing anything because I got the stupid rubber gloves on. I think I assume that's why she fucking comes running over right in my fucking personal space to press the button for me. I fucking snap. I I spun around so fast. I like, get the fuck out of here. Back the fuck up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I'd say that, but I it, you could see it in my eyes. Right. I'm trying to avoid everyone. Just get, fuck it. I figure this out, dude. When you're there and it's busy before coronavirus, I could stand at that thing for half an hour. And nobody comes and helps you. Right. <laughs> Now it's like a second in, they're fucking running over to come save the day. Nobody wants nobody wants anybody near them. No. Ah, it's Clyde Frazier's birthday. Happy birthday to Clyde Frazier. That's something we didn't get to wish uh, in, in last night's show that we did. There you go. There you go. That's a positive. What's your favorite thing about Walt Frazier? Uh, my favorite thing about... conversation with him when we met. <laughs> you know what? My, my favorite thing about Walt Clyde Frazier is like how disconnected he is from pop culture. You know, my, my favorite thing is that you know that the only basketball he watches are, are the Knicks games that he's he's doing, and that's it. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, you're probably right. He pretty much can't pronounce anyone's names if they're not Knicks. He can barely pronounce Knicks names. Says the same shit 
game after game. I was trying to think, you know how he always says the court, 30 feet wide, but not wide enough, or whatever. He, 50, 50 say feet wide, feet. 50 feet. <laughs> Is that what he says? Oh, it's yeah. 50 feet. Today I was like, oh, he's probably like social distancing, six feet wide, but not wide enough. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Walt. Sad news about Dolan that that I found out after we did our recording last night. You know, we we spoke. You were sending me the files. It was taking fucking forever, by the way, which you know. Yeah. And I saw on Twitter that Dolan got diagnosed with COVID nineteen. Of course, you have all the fucking morons. Not not all the morons, but there are a select few idiots. Who, who took that moment to make jokes about it. See, I didn't come across much of that. I have this one dude who I used to work with who he's trying to become a comedian. And I, I think he might listen to the show, so he might get upset with this. I was giving him some, some advice today about podcasts because he started one. Um, but he always sends me the most inappropriate jokes via Facebook uh, instant messenger. So this guy sends me a link of, you know, Nick Solon or James Solon test positive for coronavirus and then writes himself. I, th- I feel like he's always trying out jokes on me. He wrote, virus may have a bright spot after all. Going to be hard to social distance when there's a parade in NYC if he dies. Oh, Jesus. So like whenever he sends me this stupid shit, I don't, he sends me like weird, like racially insensitive stuff, stuff about like abortions, um, just, just awful shit. This is another one. Anybody who feels that way is is a fucking idiot. Yeah, see, I didn't I didn't see uh, much of that. What I did see across my timeline was like every single person was like, "All you people who are taking this time to crack at Dolan, it's it's not cool, it's not right. Unfollow me, or I'm gonna block you." But meanwhile, I wasn't seeing any of that. I was just seeing everybody say not to do it, or you know how distasteful it is to do it, and like you know he you know he's a person, it's a life, you know this or that, which. Yeah, respect, but I, I wasn't seeing any of the uh, the bashing of Dolan. So maybe we're just not in that crowd, because I haven't seen a ton of it either. But. Yeah. I think people are, ex- like, expecting people. I think it was more people were expecting people to do it, and they were, you know, addressing it before it actually got to that point. No, I think, uh, yeah, no, it sucks. You know, and, and obviously more and more people are getting affected. Our connection is not very good, by the way. No, it's not. And I, I miss certain things that you say. <laughs> oh, no. I, I hope that your audio is okay and mine is okay. Because I sure missed everything just you just fine. said. I'm sure I know that happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you were looking at me like that? I thought you were just having an off night again. Sometimes you have those nights. Sometimes I sure. fucking have those nights. It's all right. We all do, Craig. We all have those nights we sometimes. All do. That's okay. So how have you been? I feel like we we told everyone how we were doing last night, and now we're <laughs> going to avoid doing it. Um, but how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Thank you. I'm healthy, which is great. Yeah, to sum it up, I'm not going to go into it because we talked about it last night, but I got really sick the other night. I was having trouble breathing. What? <laughs> I Can can't you not hear, hear anything, anything you're saying right now. Holy fuck. I was just talking and Barry's waving his arms up in the air. Can you hear me now? <laughs> now I can hear you, but I have no idea what the fuck you just said. And now it says it actually says poor connection on the top of my Skype thing. Well, it doesn't say it on mine. Huh. Well, here we are, man. I mean, we take a couple weeks off because I felt like shit. Yeah. We were going to do the show and then I came down with something. And every time you come down with something, you think you got it. You think you have it. You were hit pretty hard. I mean, I was pretty sure I had a cold because my cold's been running through my house. But then towards the back end of the cold, Barry's frozen, by the way, right now, and his eyes are closed. By the back end of my cold, I all of a sudden started, like, coughing and wheezing. Chest started getting tight. Throat started to hurt. 
lots of coughing, lots of congestion, starting to get nervous. I mean, I get nervous at just like a little scratch in the throat right now. Imagine all, I had all the symptoms except the fever and I was getting, I was freaking out. I'm pretty sure everyone in my family was freaking out. I had people, you you were calling me, asking me how I was doing. Yeah. I went through a night of, of struggling to like breathe and I was like, I wasn't gasping for air, but I was taking my, like my, I was taking these deep breaths that were, that were like lab, laborious, 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 uh, laborious. Is that a weird laborious, word? Laborious, laborious. I'm going to go laborious. Laborious. Okay. So I called the, I called doctors. I called my doctor the next morning. They said to me, I was like, Hey, uh, 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 do you have any available availability for appointments today? Uh, I got a, I got a cough. Uh, I ha- I've had asthma before. It's probably just that. I think I have a cold. I think I have like, maybe I'm coming down with pneumonia or bronchitis. I don't have a fever though. I was trying to make that clear because I wanted someone to see me and I was pretty sure I didn't have this thing. And they were like, yeah, we can't see you if you have a cough, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not, but we're not seeing anyone who, who has any symptoms whatsoever. <laughs> who are they seeing? They're only seeing healthy people at a time when, <laughs> when no one's allowed to leave their houses pretty much. I literally said to them, what, why are you in the office then? Who are you seeing? It, just, it didn't make any sense. When I actually first called them, they said they couldn't see me until May 15th when I just asked if they had any appointments to that day. And it's the second time I've called my main doctor when I was actually sick. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can get you in in three months. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Is that fucking dental cleaning? Don't you have <laughs> don't you have a, like times throughout the day where you just see people who are actually sick? I am calling the doctor's office, right? Yeah. So the, the, the woman was like, I'm sorry, we can't see anyone with a cough. And I was like, all right, well, I'm coming in, even if you don't make an appointment with me. And then she said, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was just angry right? because nobody would see me. They eventually gave me a diagnosis over the phone of asthmatic bronchitis. And I was like, all right, good. They were like, yeah, because since you don't have a fever, if you had a fever, we might think you had corona, but there's no fever. Dude, like an hour after we hung up, they, they called in my prescription Came down with a 102 fever, and uh, then that's when shit started getting real. By the way, I'm pretty sure oh, that you couldn't hear me right now, right? I, I couldn't. How did you know? Because you froze up. Every okay. time you freeze up, I can tell, obviously. Well, listen, we apologize for this show, guys, because it's just not going to be the same as it normally is. I feel really bad about it. <laughs> about what? About, about the fact if it really is not a high-quality show. I, li- I like the fact that we put out a high-quality podcast. And whether it's the audio or the content, it needs to be there, you know, across all levels. Yeah, we can't even get through a story right now without talking about how fuck this isn't working. Nobody knows if I survived this or not. Barry has no idea what I just said. Because you fucking yeah. froze for the, like, hundredth time in the past five minutes. Yeah, this is crazy. I just said nobody knows whether I survived or not. Oh, I get it. It's a joke because we're, we're talking. It's a fucking Obviously joke. Yeah. Okay, I get it, yeah. So you had a fever. I got a fever. I had all the fucking symptoms that you want. Everyone's going to be like, how you feeling? I'm like, well, I have a got 102 fever. I uh, can't breathe, really. I got a cough. My throat hurts. Yeah, that's when um, I spoke I to you. Like, headache. I got the chills. <laughs> I got the chills, yeah, all day. Like, 6 o'clock, I was so chilly and hunched over, uh, gasping for air that I just, like, got in my bed. Because at some point, I decided... Everyone I spoke to said, unless you think that you need to go to the ER and get put on a fucking ventilator, there's really not much you can do. You can go get tested for COVID. You can go to the urgent care and see if you got pneumonia or something. Or you can like wait this out for a few hours or until the morning and just see if you get better. 
before you run somewhere and, and expose yourself to corona or something else. Or expose somebody else. Or expose someone else to what you have, sure. So I just got in my bed and I, I crashed. Barry was worried about me. He called me. I, you know, He knew I was struggling. Well, yeah, and I spoke to that and I, I called the next day. I was like, you know what? It's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I, I better check in on this motherfucker. Because when I spoke to you the day before, I was convinced you fucking had it. And and you had a history of asthma. So I was like, this isn't fucking good. He's got a history, can, you know, a uh, respiratory But come on, you were convinced I had underlying. it. Was I feeling, did I make it sound like I thought I had it? No, I just thought you had it because look, some people have, dude, some people have no symptoms whatsoever. You're fucking rattling them off like you're you're reading the <laughs> CDC website. So that was what was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I I text you at two o'clock and I leave you a voicemail because I, I think I called first. You didn't answer, so then I texted you, and then two hours go by. I don't hear anything. Now I'm starting to get worried. So I text your wife. I say, look, I, you know, how's Craig feeling? I texted him. He didn't call me back. She texts me right back. Oh, he's fine. He's working. That's probably why he didn't call you. Oh, you know, it would have been great if she just called you back and said, yeah, Barry, I'm sorry. Craig did tell me that he's got uh, all the audio files you're going to need for the show moving forward uh, in a folder <laughs> that uh, he put aside for me. No, I felt I felt awful because the next morning I did feel like a me. I was like 100% better the next morning. It was a miracle. That's great. I took my antibiotics that the doctor prescribed me that morning Took them. I told you last night. I took a double dose by accident because I was a fucking idiot. Because I had like these chills, and I just like threw a couple in my mouth, thinking they were like vita- like uh, Tylenol or something. But then the next morning, I was actually in the middle of the night. My fever just went away. Uh, I started to breathe out of nowhere. It was fucking bizarre. Right. The next morning, I felt like a hundred times better. But that meant that I wasn't taking a sick day and I fucking like got right to work and was like buried in my work all day and not even thinking about all the people that thought I was dying the night before. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so I really, and then at like two or three o'clock, I did text back. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. So yeah, there was that. So I'm good. And meanwhile, Barry is uh, killing it, killing it at the shop. If anyone's been exposed to this thing, it's Barry right now. Barry, oh, would you say that oh. you see more people? I mean, you're probably get more ex- potential exposure to this than people working in the hospitals. No, stop. <laughs> stop. I mean, how many different people do you see every day? I see a lot. And for how long now? Uh, oh, yeah, I see a lot. You've seen hundreds and hundreds more people than I have over these couple of weeks. Are you not nervous about this? Um, am I nervous about I'm not that nervous about it. Um, I mean, I think it's a extremely serious thing. I think um, I, I'm not one of these crazy lunatics that thinks this is some sort of hoax because they are out there. No, I think it's very serious. But I'm just not overly nervous about it. You know, I do the right things. I practice my social distancing. Um, you know, I am in an essential business as deemed so by the state of New York. <laughs> and you're rolling your eyes. Weird technical <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah, so I, I, I run a bicycle shop, and because... Dude, I fucking... I went by the container store yesterday, and they were open. So is that an essential business? Containers? Like Tupperware? The container store. They just sell, like, shit to put things in. No, that can't be. Well, they that were open. They had people in there. Yeah, I passed a mattress store that was open. I passed... Yeah, there was a furniture store, too. Like, if you need a couch, people yeah. are desperate for couches or beds. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I don't understand the rules, but Barry works at a bike shop. 
You manage a bike shop, right? Yeah. People can use bicycles to commute to work. So if they are a hospital worker or something, they need to get it to work on their bike. We have to be there to be able to repair it. Um, and we also sell bicycles. So it's been really, really busy, um, not just with bike repairs, but with you know, like you know the sale of bicycles like over the last two and a half weeks because people just want to get out and like and walking you, and yeah. riding a bike are like two of like the few things you could do you know, safely outside. There's not, nothing else you can do or go or nowhere you could go. So yeah. yeah, we've been we've been jamming. It got so busy uh last Saturday um to the point where we literally kept the door locked most of the day so we could limit the amount of people coming into the store just so it wouldn't get too crowded. And we had to be able to, you know, maintain it and manage it. And everybody was really nice about it. They, you know, lined up outside and, and this and that. But uh but yeah, dude, I've been I've been I've been there at that store for twenty years and literally last Saturday was the busiest sale day that like we've ever had. It was nuts. Congratulations. It's amazing. Come again? <laughs> oh fuck. Come again? Barry's I didn't get frozen it. Frozen again right now. Holy shit. Barry. <laughs> you have no idea what just happened to your Skype. Can you hear me right now? I, I can't I can't fucking Can you hear, hear me? You say. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I mean, I missed all the fucking Oh my shit. god. It's crazy. And now you're back, but this fucking blows. It's unbelievable. This usually doesn't happen. This never happens. How much did you pay for this computer? Fucking crazy. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to fucking know. <laughs> this has never happened, dude. No. Barry, you just I'm watching you on Skype right now, and I could tell you couldn't hear me. You froze for a second. And then all of a yeah, sudden, yeah, yeah. You, you, you went into like slow motion, your video. Oh, great. That's where you great. went like this. You backed up in the seat like this. You're like... oh wow well after this we'll have to get to the bottom of why this is happening is it me or is it you right it's always me it's always me um but you've told me some funny stories at the bike shop about um how people have been coming to pick up bikes but they don't come inside and you've said like some people roll up and they just like creak the window open or just ask you to leave the bike like outside so they can take it yeah yeah well you know we get a lot of phone calls you know number one being are you guys open and then they're happy to hear that we're open, but they're like, so how's it work? And then like, well, I don't, they're like, I don't really want to come in. So can I just like describe the kind of bike I'm looking for? And then you, <laughs> so I, I'm, I've been like texting people pictures of bikes and then they just pull up to the store. They call when they're there and then we wheel the bike out for them and that's it. You know, I'm seeing like all ends of the spectrum. Some people that like, you know, have no fear whatsoever. And then, you know, we get the other people that, you know, have the, the mask on, the gloves on. We had one lady that came for training wheels for her kid and she's like i'm outside don't get too close to me um i'll give you my credit card number and you could bring him out to me so we walk the training wheels outside and, she, and we're approaching her car and she says, stop 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 right there put him down on the ground just put him down <laughs> on the ground and back away no joke and we do and she fucking brings like this lysol and she sprays the shit down and she's like okay okay i got it from here and yeah, so there are some people like that that are not playing around whatsoever. It's like beyond social distancing to them. Hey guys, it's a hard Nick's life, but for this ad, we like to say it's a crummy Nick's life. Um, I actually read a tweet today that Clarkson Avenue Crumb is uh, halting the production of crumb cakes. Oh, right now. But we still want to tell you about them. 
All right, because uh, at some point they're going to come back, and you should order them and support them when they come back, because they're big Knicks fans. Uh, using a family recipe, born in 1950s Brooklyn and perfected on the east end of Long Island, Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company promises to deliver you the finest and most delicious crumb cakes on the market. They got flavors like classic crumb, blackout, salted caramel, and Brooklyn Joe, and uh, your taste buds will be thanking you. They're available in two sizes, a big one and, a, and small ones. Uh, we did that last <laughs> night. worked out easier. <laughs> Little tiny ones. They're like an inch and a half by an inch and a half, right? Okay. Maybe bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a two by two. Two by two. Okay. Two by three. Or or like a or like a miniature cake you could get it in eight by eight. Which I think I could eat both. I mean, I would eat both of them in one sitting. Obviously, sure. right? Yeah. Anyway, if you want some of those crumb cakes, when this is all cleared up, go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HardnixLife for twenty three percent off your order. So one of the cool things about right now with all this distancing going on is, is uh, a lot of NBA players, we're seeing them chat together. And uh, this great moment between Wade and Mello came up. I believe Wade posted on Instagram a little video chat between the two of them where they're talking about the time that LeBron saved Mello's life in the ocean or something. I never heard this story. Did you ever hear it? No, this is the first time I've heard that story. I, I mean, I, I, I remember hearing all the stories about Wade, Mello, Chris Paul, and uh, LeBron like the banana boat boy, boys, you know. You've seen the photo of them all in the banana boat in the ocean. Yeah. Seen the photos of them on the yacht, like drinking a wine. Barry, you're right. You're yawning. That was a big, weird yawn. You stuck your tongue out. <laughs> really fucking weird. Oh, fuck. I was really hoping I was going to have to edit this show a lot less. But here, here's this story. It's, it's really incredible. So I'm going to play it in case anyone didn't hear it. The current is taking me in the middle of the ocean, like opposite from the boat. We couldn't see you. I know. And it was windy. It was all type of shit was going on through my head. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> then I see, I look up at the boat and I see, I see Braun jumps, Braun jumps off the boat like he is, like he's MacGyver. No, no, like that commercial that he had, the LeBron's. Like he Yo, yes, yes, exactly. He jumped, he jumped off the boat into the water. He was bringing me back with one, with one arm. He's swimming, <laughs> he's swimming with the other arm and I, he carrying me in, the, in one arm. <laughs> I, told, I told people this story before. I said, listen, I've seen LeBron do a lot of amazing things on the court. That was special. On the court, when he went and saved Melo life. Nah, he, nah, he saved my life. I, I, I can't <laughs> hold you. He saved my life. He saved my life. He saved hey. my life. <laughs> so Melo jumps in the water in those flippers and big current, and he even had the flippers on, but the, the, the current is taking him far away from the boat. They couldn't even see Melo. And apparently, I thought it was a joke at first until Melo really at the end was like, no, Bron, you saved my life that day. Yeah. I love the fact that uh, the the first reference he thought of to compare LeBron to was MacGyver. Right, right. Yeah, that was a little, that's a miss there. <laughs> Not Superman, Spider-Man, Batman. MacGyver, MacGyver was like blowing up locks and, <laughs> you know, getting through doors. Right. <laughs> what a story. I know what you want to know. Does that change the way I view lebron because lebron's a piece of shit you know is he still a piece of shit yeah that's what i want to know because you're like i mean he's the not biggest, a piece of shit you're the, I, I'm yeah, just you, not you a hate LeBron, lebron james you're the biggest I, lebron hater i, I know LeBron. he's one of the greatest players of all time okay but you know he, he did that water bottle game on msg he calls himself the king of new york i fucking hate him and i mean this is amazing that he's apparently saved Melo's life i don't know why wade didn't jump in there i want to know what chris paul was doing i mean it's either he jumps in to save Melo. Who clearly has no idea what he's doing in the water, or he just lets him die. I mean, I, what are we gonna are we gonna praise him because he didn't let Mello just oh, stop. drown out there? 
It is sad, though, that we've got the superstar. Like, that. I assume that was when Mello was with us, right? It must have been. Our superstar is flailing like a fucking dead fish out there with the current taking him away. So weak. He can't even swim without flippers. can barely swim with him. You know, he's got to be saved by LeBron, who's swimming back with him with one arm, apparently. We never get, like, the real superstars here. That's what you're taking from LeBron's a fucking star. That's what I take from this. You know, that's I, what, that was my first thought was like, of course, the Knicks have this dude who can't can't make his way back. He needs help. And LeBron's a fucking like superhero. My take from this is it just reassures me in what we were talking about a few weeks ago, how I think Camar- Carmelo Anthony has re- reached a point in his career now that he would be willing to take that backseat role that he doesn't have to be the number one or number two option on a team. Um, and it goes to him showing his humility. You know, the fact that he was out of the league for so long. And I think it brought him to a place that not only is going to change how he's on the court, but the fact that he can even tell a story like this that makes him out to be like the victim in this. And he's always been in LeBron's shadow since the year they were drafted as it is. And here he is highlighting the story of, superstar LeBron coming to his aid, I think it shows a lot about his character that he's able to oh, joke about he's it. he's finally and, willing to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and the fact we never heard it before. And you know, now he's at a point maybe that, that he's, you know, able to laugh at it and has some self awareness and uh you know, who knows? I'm probably reading way too much into it. Gotta be a humbling experience to go to jump in the water and need one of your friends to bring you back, you know? Because it's not like like it's not like he couldn't get back Obviously, LeBron was able to bring him back, uh, so it's it's likely more Mellow's ineptitude out there. Yeah, it's more embarrassing than it is humbling. If you jumped in the water and you couldn't like get back, that one of your friends had to jump in to bring you back, and you got your flippers on. Yeah, the whole thing's embarrassing. <laughs> he probably had a fucking life jacket on, Barry. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> uh... He must have had a life jacket on. I guarantee you he did. Probably all drinking wine. You know, who knows what was going on. Right, right. Oh, man. I wonder if there's a video of that. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Should we listen to some voicemails? Uh, yep. Let's do it. What's going on, Hard Nick's Life? Barry, Craig. This is Vivek. Hope you, your family, your listeners, and everyone's staying safe. Um, man, this is a Hard Nick's Life. I don't know what else I can say. Vivek, who we last saw at the at Walt Frazier's Wine and Dine with the Germans. Yep. Who, by the way, when I was having all these symptoms, my mom was like, she was one of the people freaking out. And she was like, I knew you shouldn't have gone to that. Uh... Oh, she's tracing it back to that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, Mom, that was like 17 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, but I heard you talking about it on the podcast how you were nervous. And yeah, I was nervous. But yeah, what's up, Vivek? We're good. Thought we weren't for a moment there, but I thought I wasn't good for like 12 hours. Barry was worried for like 36, so. <laughs> uh, but now we're good. <laughs> and uh, hopefully all our listeners are good, Barry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, now now is the point. I mean, you see, it's not just that you see the numbers on TV going up and up and up and, you know, the death toll and that whole thing, but like I actually know people now, you know, not just that have it and have, you know, been tested for it, but like I know a couple of people in the hospital with it. It's really getting real now and you know, it's starting to hit a lot closer to home for a lot of people. Uh, we were talking last night about how you know how scary it is 
I was telling you, I've been hearing stories about how people come into the ER sweating, fever, uh, coughing, struggling to breathe, and they just have a look of fear in their eyes. But they're always like the scariest, really the scariest thing is that they're always alone because nobody can go in there with them. And uh, so I'm like reading all these stories. It's so fucking sad. Like I complain about how hard it is to be with my kids all day while I'm working. But that's nowhere near like how scary it is for a lot of people who are fucking maybe living through like some nightmares right now. Their father, their grandfather, whoever has to run into the ER and they never even see them again. And they can't see them. Or they have to go into, someone has to go into the ER alone without their family. Because that's like, that's second nature for most people. You, you have a family member who's in trouble. You go and see them. You spend spend time with them. You got to go through this alone the way it is. Yeah. It's sad. As we all know, it's not only affecting New York. Everyone across the world, dude. Here's Derek from Scotland. Big body. Derek from Scotland here again. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Self-isolating because my son has a cough. But me and the rest of the family are otherwise fine. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to get on with doing what I do whenever another miserable next season finishes. I'm going to watch some DVDs of some of my favourite Nick games to cheer me up. Uh, some Linsanity, obviously. And plenty of games from the 99 season too. But our personal favourite is from December 2010, when the Knicks played the Nuggets and Danilo Gallinari went toe-to-toe with Melo. Great game, great win. Uh, not so many of those in the last few years, though. Hey, it's a hard next life, even over here in Scotland. All the best to you and yours. Cheers, boys. What a nice, what a nice guy Derek is. I want to go hang out with him. Let's go to Scotland, dude. I mean, not now, <laughs> because it's sort of a little bit of a travel ban. When this is all over, we should go to Scotland. That would be great. That would be great. But I actually understood all of that. You know, last time I couldn't understand a fucking word. I didn't understand all of it, most of it. <laughs> All right, well, glad to hear Derek's doing well. Let's uh, head over to tankathon.com, Barry. I don't think any Knicks games are, are going to be happening again this season. So it does look like we're going to be in this sixth worst record position, which fucking sucks. But the bright side is that there was no NCAA tournament. And I'm looking at this as a bright side, okay? How, how's that? I, I just, you know what? First of all, it's we're still not really clear how good we are at drafting. Okay, and I know we got Leon Rose in here, and maybe that will change things. Maybe he'll put some people in charge. If Scott Perry's gone and Leon brings own, his own people, it's a whole new ball game. But there's a little... Uh, everybody is sort of in the unknown right now. You're not seeing these guys in the tournament. You're not seeing anyone step up. I just feel like a lot of teams are in the dark. Maybe that like, doesn't so necessarily usually, mean it's good. It doesn't well, mean listen, it's a good hear thing. me out, Barry. You, we're always in the fucking dark, is how I'm looking at it. And now, now, <laughs> now all the other teams are sort of being brought back a little bit. <laughs> so we can all be in the dark together and just fucking guess at who we think is going to be good. Because okay. that's basically what I think we do every year. We guess. I think everybody guesses. <laughs> yeah, but we suck at guessing. So maybe we'll all be, like you said, level the playing field a little bit. So we're in the sixth spot. Uh, we got a 9% chance at the number one overall. I think we could drop to as low as like 10th, though, which would fucking really be bad. We got a 37% chance top four on the Sim Lottery because we've been doing this the past few weeks. Last night we did it. We ended up with the third pick. Just did it again. We ended up with the eighth pick. Ooh. There you have it. Number eight. And uh, number eight. Holy shit. The streak continues, Barry. We'll be drafting Onyeka Okonkwu. <laughs> the, fu- the fucking third show in a row. We end up with that pick. Wow. 
I have been hearing a lot of good things about him, actually, though. So, who knows? Oh, I got to thank you for your recommendation. I don't even know if I thanked you last night on the show, but you recommended that show Hunters on Prime. Oh, it's so good. It's so great. I'm loving it. Really, really If cool anybody show. has any Everything spare time it. right now, which I think you all do. It's almost like a Tarantino-like television show. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like early Tarantino. Really, really cool. What do you mean early Tarantino? You must really know what you're talking about. It sounds like you know what you're talking about. Well, he's like my favorite uh, writer-director. And, was he um, different? Was he like much better early on, or is he much better now? And So that I, shows like a younger version of him. Look. he wasn't that good. I'm not going to claim to be some, you know, movie guru, <laughs> but I liked his earlier stuff better. Uh, wow. For the most part, so what can I tell you? It's a great show. Everyone yeah. should check it out. I stayed up until 3.30 in the morning last night watching Ozark. Did you? Yeah, I don't know. I can't stop watching that show once I get started. It's like they hook you at the end every time. That's what a great show does. <laughs> I basically watch until I cannot keep my eyes open anymore. But basically like how you are right now during this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Barry is fucking struggling. I am. I'm holding the yawns back. Because of that, thank you all for listening. You need to reach out to us if you're in trouble. If you want to send your theme songs over, we will play them. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can call us always. 516-33-MESH-1. All right. Well, there you have it. All right, guys. Until next time, Barry, good luck out there. You too. Be careful. Be careful in the shop, all right? For real. Yeah, we're doing everything we can. If people need a bike in a safe way, they come to you. That's right, yes. Miniola Bicycle on Long Island. We've been there 85 years. All right, go see Barry. He'll hook you up. That's Until right. next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Barry, if this, this, if this doesn't sound good, we got major problems. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.